It's Tuesday, April 29, 2014. Entire towns flattened and homes and businesses shredded. Deadly tornado outbreak rips across the South, but safer building codes still stalled by lawmakers. Good news for those who breathe. The U.S. Supreme Court upholds EPA pollution standards. California now 100% in drought, so governor attacks homeowners associations? Plus, presto, the motor starts running with the efficiency of an automobile, and nothing is used up but the sunshine, which is free. Well, I'll be darned. Happy 60th birthday, solar energy. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's only a matter of time now before we learn that solar power relies on clubbing baby seals. (laughs) Of course it does. Am I right, ExxonMobil? This is your Green News Report. Those shiny panels are made from the gleam in their eyes. Okay, Desi Doyen, some business here before we begin. First, we welcome aboard our newest affiliate partner, the Progressive Radio Network. Hello, Progressive Radio Network. The Green News Report is proud to be on PRN. You can check them out at prn.fm or listen to the Progressive Radio Network on TuneIn. Number two, all this week in Los Angeles, it is in the 90s. That is 20 degrees higher than the average high for this time of year. Global warming? Don't know. Why worry? Finally, some serious business as this outbreak of tornadoes across the U.S. over the weekend. Yeah, tornado season is off to a deadly start. The severe storm system is still wreaking havoc across the eastern half of the nation this week. The spate of tornadoes so far has already killed 30 people in six states and injured hundreds. One local TV meteorologist was forced to evacuate the studio live on air in Tupelo, Mississippi, in the middle of their tornado coverage. Everybody basement now. Basement now. Go. What? Okay, now. Forecasting technologies have improved immeasurably in recent years and provided some areas up to 30 minutes of warning for this outbreak. But tornado warnings aren't much help if there's no safe shelter to evacuate to. New policies to boost resilience against extreme weather events, like updated building codes and funding to help communities build storm shelters, have stalled in Congress and in state legislatures, like Oklahoma, where the state legislature this year voted against funding for storm shelters in schools even after being hit by multiple record deadly tornadoes. They still haven't voted for shelters? This is amazing to me. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. We used to get tornado warnings all the time. We could go down into the basement, which was frightening enough. I can't imagine the people in Oklahoma and Texas where they don't have basements in their houses. They've got nowhere to go. The risk of violent tornadoes does appear to be increasing, but a lack of historical records means there's just not enough data on how climate change is affecting the ingredients of tornadoes. The U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday upheld a critical clean air standard that will protect people in 28 states from toxic air pollution. The justices upheld the EPA's cross-state air pollution rule that requires polluting power plants in the South and the Midwest to reduce their toxic smog that blows across state borders into downwind states. Two justices, Scalia and Thomas, were both against this. Apparently, they feel it's fine to pollute the air in one state and let it go to another state. And hey, that's your 
problem. Record drought intensifies in California. Tell me about it. Governor Jerry Brown has issued a second drought disaster declaration after the U.S. Drought Monitor declared 100% of the state now officially in moderate to extreme drought. While the drought is raising food prices and intensifying conflict between farmers and the fracking industry over water usage, Governor Brown reserved special criticism for homeowners associations, telling them to stop levying fines against homeowners whose lawns have turned brown because they refuse to waste the state's drinking water on watering their grass. During the worst drought in recorded history in California. <laughs> right. Got it. Finally. Well, the science boys have come up with a sunshine kick that makes electricity out of your sunlight. You mean the solar battery? Yeah. Doc, that's big news. April marks the 60th birthday of solar energy. The first ever practical solar cell was presented to the world by Bell Labs 60 years ago in April 1954 and explained in this vintage educational film discovered by Peter Sinclair of ClimateCrocs.com. They'll have to build efficient generators that spread out over acres, even square miles, to compete with the cheap coal and oil still available to us. The answer must be sun power from our Mr. Sun. Yep, even in 1954, they foresaw conflict with cheap fossil fuels. Now the solar industry is booming around the world and almost equal to or cheaper than fossil fuels in generating electricity. It's a great little uh, video, a great find by Peter Sinclair. We'll have the entire clip up at our website, greennews.bradblog.com, and it stars Eddie Albert of Green Acres fame. <laughs> A very young Eddie Albert. Indeed. Hilarious. For much more on that and the stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Fresh air. Times Square. You are my wife. Goodbye, city life. Green Acres, we are. Film Waste presentation, darling. <laughs>